Hey, JT. Hey, Jeremy. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, buddy, what's up? Do you want to watch this movie? It's way back from the 80s. I never watch it anymore. Not since I had cable TV. I might have really liked it, but maybe not. I guess we'll just have to see. Would you want to watch this movie? I can't promise it's a good movie. Let's proceed. April 7th, 1989, JT. 89. I, I, we're going to have to talk. Metacritic score of 70, which I got to be honest, I thought until I found that out that this was like a schlock movie that I had fond memories for, not actually something, you know, good. Stars Nicole Kidman, Sam Neill, and Billy Zane. We'll talk about them in a moment. Directed by Philip Noyce, uh, who did Patriot Games with a follow-up to Hunt for October and Clear and Present Danger, and then sort of faded back out. Kind of, kind of one of those few hits, and then, then not much after that. Now, given our unrelenting quest to mention Billy Zane every week, may I present Billy's breakout role. Yay, Billy Zane! Now, he did have small parts in two 80s movies. Those movies were Back to the Future, where he's one of Biff's gang. Yep. And the second one is, of course, Critters. <laughs> but after that, he got to play the lead villain in Dead Calm, which I'm going to call like sort of a warm-up to his Titanic experience. It's on a boat, pretty one-dimensional bad guy. Interestingly, though, it also has one before Jurassic Park Sam Neill and a one movie before Days of Thunder Nicole Kidman. So I'm actually thinking Deadcom is sort of like a prequel to the 90s biggest blockbusters. Jurassic Park Days of Thunder Titanic? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like that was we'll talk about my take on this, but that jumped off the screen to me for sure. Yeah. They like the alum go on to do like you wanted to go to this undergrad. You went you went on to a pretty good uh, (laughs) grad program. So now going back to the date, though, this is like another, uh, whoa, super late 80s. So I actually saw it like many times, maybe in college, not high school, but you didn't really know that. So you're going to have to kind of deal with it kind of thing. Okay, JT? I can live with that. Okay. So here's what I remember. This couple is sailing a boat. I don't remember why. Maybe it's their lifelong dream. Maybe it's their honeymoon, a vacation, uh, a getaway. Uh, Maybe they live on this boat for all I really remember, but they're on this boat in the ocean they're sort of sailing around and i sort of picture some kind of maybe island visit scene with like they were maybe trading for coconuts and spare parts or you know one of those kind of sequences you know what i'm talking about right? sure all right yep now they come about uh, a trashed ship in the ocean somewhere now i don't recall if it's like a random quinky dink which given what we learned recently when rewatching Castaway of the odds of like finding something in the ocean, we're going to go with no, that that was pretty darn improbable, improbable. Like they could have, they could have been like a hundred feet away from each other in the ocean and not seen each other. So True. I think they responded to maybe like an SOS call or, or something like that. Uh, I don't know, but they find this boat and it's wrecked and on it is one Billy Zane. Now my instinct says he was like unconscious and they like saved him. Maybe the boat's sinking, but I don't quite know if that's exactly right. He could have just been like swimming around. Um, he becomes their shipmate, I think. 
Uh, I, although I'm going to question this in a couple of minutes because I, uh, my memory started coming back as I was writing. Uh, but he's like super grateful and fun and friendly and whatnot. By the way, JT, I, I, I should let you know that when I kind of write up my notes for talking through, I don't edit them. So if I all of a sudden remember that I was totally wrong five seconds ago, it, it's it's still here and it's it's coming at you. You know what, Jeremy? That's one of the things I appreciate about you. Do you? <laughs> I do. All right. So uh, he's secret. He's super grateful and fun and friendly and whatnot, but he's secretly a wacko. Uh, this is my time. I'll tell you. It's like the hand that rocks the cradle on a boat. Do you ever see that one? I have Pacific Heights on a boat. Seen it? Have not. Okay. Uh, single white female on a boat. <laughs> I have. Okay. Cape Fear on a boat. Love that one. Uh, it's just on a boat. Uh, and I went researching that. So there's a there is a trope. Uh, well, there's multiple tropes going on here, but the trope is the faux or fake uh, affably evil character. And that, that basically is the, they have this veneer of being your best buddy, but secretly uh, they're, was it Olaf or Sven? No. Which one, buddy? I know you know the Frozen. Hans? Who's the bad guy? Hans in the first one. All right, spoilers. Uh, now, I don't recall. See, I'll spoil Frozen. I got no, no qualms. Now, I don't recall if they have like pleasantries for days and are sipping iced tea until the psychoness is unveiled. It, but it also could have been like minutes. It could have just been like they rescue him and ah. Uh, but as I kept thinking about it, I think it was in fact short-lived because here's what I started remembering. Dr. Alan Grant goes back on this boat where he found Cal Hockley, who is chumming with Dr. Claire Lewicki. Uh, perhaps they are in fact sipping on iced tea, but... Uh, when he's back on this boat, Dr. Grant finds wreckage and stuff, and then he finds, wait for it, dead bodies. Uh, uh -oh. I think there's like a jump scare. I don't know if it's one of those, like, like there's a seagull trapped under a thing, and it's like, pop, 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 right in his face. Or he opens a, a cabinet, and like like a, a dead head Body. falls out onto him, a la Goonies <laughs> or something. But I know there's a jump scare in there somewhere. He rushes out of the boat, and what does he see? Uh, Cal is sailing off with Claire. He races to like repair the other boat to try to go after them and quickly realize like he's not, not making any headway. So I now remember the scene. Okay. And I, I can picture this one. Like this is those vivid moments where he's staring at the boat as it like sails away or motorboats away. I want to go with sail. I think it's sailboat sails away and it like sails into the sunset, but he's staring so he can exactly remember the direction it was heading as it fades from view. Okay, because mm. he's not giving up, even though Clever. even though there, the wind there's not much wind because you know it's dead calm. Uh, <laughs> see, I use the title of the movie in the description of the movie. Okay, so somehow he I don't know fixes the boat or makes a raft or maybe there's like an emergency inflatable boat on the boat. I don't know, but he's able to get out of his little murky situation. Now, we flash back to, to, to Mr. Zane, and I don't really recall this part. I don't know if he's made advances on um, Nicole Kidman, or maybe it got a little darker than that. I don't know, so I've either blocked it out or didn't get that bad. That, we'll, we'll just leave it with that. But suddenly, Dr. Grant shows up and saves the day. And there's like a 1 billion percent chance that the following happened. Some kind of sequence where we have seen... Billy Zane maybe got hit by an oar or something and is like knocked out and the good guys are like, oh, he's dead. And so they stupidly get really close up to check on the bad guy and of course almost get killed as a result because he's really alive and ooh, you know, the, the you know, jumps up and does a thing. 
but instead the other good guy in this case uh uh claire lewicki uh, the other good guy uh, was watching you know in this case her husband the idiot proceed to approach this clearly not dead body because they've never seen a movie before so she had grabbed something i want to say she had grabbed some kind of weapon hang on and use it in that nick of time to kill the bad guy to save the day. Am I right, Sergeant Al Powell? <laughs> I do believe it was Dr. Lewicki on the boat with a flare gun. Would you watch it? I might watch this. It's it's like a suspense thriller. And look, with a 70 on Metacritic, I'm kind of feeling like this is watchable. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely leaning into watching it. So here's the things that I took. So first of all, the trailer is chaotic. Is it? Genuinely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, not very long. Um, Billy Zane. So two things. Baby Billy Zane gives off some Ray Liotta vibes visually, which is weird. Interesting. And he's giving off some real The Shining vibes in his crazy. <laughs> that, like, yeah. No, I remember like crazed look, which, which you know, if you think about the, him in Titanic, he's like, he he once he turns into like straight up villain, he's like villainous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's kind of a one-note villain, but it's yeah. like it's very clear that he's a villain. So here's kind of my thing. So I found out that this first of all, a voyage into fear is a great little mm. little moment they had in the trailer. So that's fun. Uh the same people that did Road Warrior and Mad Max, by the way. Oh, really? So it kind of, even without oh. seeing the Metacritic score, that sort of dawned on me as I'm like, this might be a good movie. But it's not George Miller at the helm. Was it? No, it's not. It's I think it's just the, maybe the studio or the, the production team. Got it. So my questions to you, you answered some of them. Um, so how new is Nicole Kidman? The answer is pretty new. Pretty new. Now I went and did check and it looks like in the 80s she had done, a, I went and looked at all their backgrounds. 80s, she'd done a lot of bit parts. I'm guessing a bunch of those were in Australia. and then. Because this movie was up for like all the Australian Film Institute Awards, by the way, all of them. Okay, I think it was literally up for Best Picture by the Australian Film Institute, and wow. uh, it it beat out uh, Kangaroo Jack and uh, <laughs> and Quigley Down Under. Uh, it's uh, I'm heartbroken to hear that Crocodile Dundee wasn't on the boat, the ballot that year. Oh well, that's because so, that is the Shawshank of Australian films. Of course it is. <laughs> so so. We've got a, a pretty new Nicole Kidman. We've got a not brand new, but a new-ish Sam Neill. So he hasn't like become the Sam Neill that we know and love, but he was already Sam Neill, right? Right. Okay. And then we got a brand new Billy Zane, baby Billy Zane. Yeah. I mean, no, okay. baby Billy Zane was in Back to the Future as like random thug number two. But he's right. still like compared to the Billy Zane we know now, he, he's he's like more like teen Billy Zane. Okay, so he like he had a SAG card before this, but this is the first time that his name was up in lights and like yeah. his character had a name. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, so what the trailer felt like, so like there's a boat that sinks, but didn't sink because Sam Neill could get on it. That's where Billy was hiding out. Right, so Billy Zane gets off of the not sinking boat, but maybe sinking, but just sinking very slowly. He yeah. shows up in a rowboat to this other boat where these two people were just being people on a boat. Okay. Then it looked like Billy Zane very quickly turned into crazy Billy Zane because Sam Neill goes over to said boat to see if there's any wreckage while Billy Zane is unconscious because he's tired, I guess. That's what it felt like in the trailer. Okay. And then immediately turned into murderous, scary, bad things are happening 
between Ray, which was Nicole Kidman's character, and whatever Billy Zane's name is. Sam Neill, woefully absent from the trailer. I just assumed he died. There's like a couple <laughs> of like bad things that look like they happened to him on this other boat that was sinking, but not sunk. Uh, and then they just don't address him again. And then there's a very, very auspicious spear that gets shoved through a door and then end scene. You should see this oh. movie. Very jarring. The whole thing was very jarring. Oh, it's yeah. It's a, it's like a psycho thriller kind of thing. I also think now that you said what you just said, I think this is also one of those uh, early strong female leads. I don't think Nicole Kidman was like the um, every movie before now, the damsel in distress. I think she actually held her own a bit. Like, I don't think she could overcome Billy Zane because he was a tough guy. But I don't, she wasn't, uh, she, she did not play the damsel in distress at all. The trailer gives you the sense that she was fighting quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, I think so. See, that's fun. So the thing that was interesting and is interesting, part of the reason I might want to like, would actually want to see this. There's basically what four characters here, right? There's Sam Neill, there's Billy Zane, there's Nicole Kidman, and there's the ocean. Yeah, that's right. I mean, maybe the boat. I guess maybe maybe we'll, yeah. Well, the there's boat, two boats. The boat but, are the side card from this. I, I read that afterwards. Ah, uh, yes, Bodie McBoatface. I forgot that he was in this movie. Yeah, early role. So there's five of them, but I, I kind of do like the idea of like being in the middle of the ocean. I mean, the obvious hinky thing here is some ship goes down, some dude comes over and you go, let's let him rest and go investigate, not let's go to shore. That makes no sense immediately. Right. Without seeing the movie, I already hate that part. That aside, I like the idea of, of being trapped. Like that's like that builds for good character and it builds for good watching because inherently if there's only three characters, like real characters to, to lean into, you're kind of going to get all of their plights pretty well if it's well acted. Yeah. And I trust all three of these to do a good acting job. They're all good actors. Even our qualms with, uh, with Ms. Kidman, like part of the thing we don't like about her is that her chemistry with others often isn't that great. She doesn't need any for this movie. She, she just needs to be herself and be strong and smart and she does it. Right. Right. And, and like, yeah, like she actually needs to not like people here because she's stuck on a boat with someone she doesn't like. I think she was made for this role. Possibly. And by the way, your your hinky, your hinkiness earlier, I think if I don't recall what it was, but I'm going to tell you from from like memory of the overall arc, like it, it doesn't have a ton of hinkiness. The the bad guy's not really dead at the end trope thing is because like every movie does that. But the trust of the innocent, like Billy pulls it off. I don't recall exactly how, but, but there's a, but he's a believable guy, you know? Okay. He, yeah. That's why I'm saying, I mean, again, if you haven't seen hand the rocks, the cradle, which is definitely on the, on the Uber scale of these kind of stories, even Cape fear, like there's no yeah. point in Cape fear where you're not like that guy's really creepy. Everybody. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Well, I think that was the only thing that jumped out from the trailer is like, you know, just boats in general, like if a boat goes down, the instinct shouldn't be, let's hang out around the boat that's sinking. The instinct <laughs> should be, we should go tell somebody this boat sank, right? Like that that should be your... Now, again, it did look like sailboats. Maybe they're in the middle of nowhere. Maybe it's easier to stay for a night. I don't know. It was dead calm. That's the answer. They couldn't go. That was the thing. They were waiting for winds or something like that. And there it is. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Tell me what. Tell me what movie is coming next. I'll pick. All right. I've got. I added one to the list because I always like to make sure I never do the same two from the previous week. I want to make sure. Did Did Can't Buy Me Love come up last week, or did we? Do, that was not one of last week's options, was it? 
No, it was. And I think I couldn't remember if I saw it or not. So I, Right. I was... So I'm just going to push that back down a little bit. And okay. I'm going to move this one up. A li- Ooh. Have you seen Short Circuit? Oh, my God. I love Short Circuit. Yes. Okay. It's so funny to me. Some of these movies. It, it, I'd love to know, like, why some and not others. <laughs> I have no idea. I can't recall. Uh, oh, have you seen a movie called The Manhattan Project? So the movie, no. I don't know what you're implying other than that. Like you, you definitely well, like, didn't see it, the real thing. No, I didn't see the real thing, but no. So the answer is no. I'm thinking of like Mr. Manhattan and if, like, if it relates to like other stories like it. But if the answer is it doesn't, then. I, I don't. Yeah. This was like at the time when, when Dr. Manhattan and all that first came out. Oh, Mr. Manhattan. That's a crazy weird movie. All right. No. All right. Your choices, sir. Gotcha. Have you seen gotcha? Nope. No. Gotcha. It might be gotcha with an exclamation point. I'm sorry, I did not check the records. It may have an exclamation. Uh, and Manhattan Project. Uh, let's go gotcha. Gotcha it is. I got you, buddy. I got you. Perfect. Well, listen, uh, you know, this This is probably, of the ones you've done recently, this is the one that actually does lean towards me kind of wanting to watch it and potentially doing a would you, like, I just watched of it. Um, that being said, guys, uh, Billy Zane sucks at boats. Yeah, don't get on a boat with Billy Zane ever. Yeah, Billy Zane's terrible at boats. So if you're anywhere near Billy Zane and a boat, exit stage left. Thanks for letting us be your wingman, everybody. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.